get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. Welcome, everybody, to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and today we are without Myron. But, as I always do, I brought a special guest in, and this is my my good friend, uh, confidant, Mr. Mike Rowell. Hello. (laughs) So, Mike is a, uh, a fellow ghost hunter as well, and him and I have been on... Zillions of cases together. Um, one of which was uh, what I wrote, like the first book about uh, when ghost hunting goes wrong. Yes, that would be me, Mike, in the book. That that would be yeah. The Mike in the book is the Mike that is sitting right here beside me. That is me rubbing my leg. You sick bastard! <laughs> <laughs> I'm I joking. Keep, I keep inching up, and he keeps <laughs> knocking me back. Just let it happen. That's what happens. Anyway. So, Mike, what what's uh what's up? What's new? Uh, nothing. Nothing. We're drinking beer right now. It's you got a Bud Light Platinum. Yeah, I got the Platinum. Can we actually, to tell you the truth, um, this is still here from when the Ghost Files guys were here just uh, a few weeks back. It drinks. It does drink. It's not that bad. So, but that <laughs> that is what we're doing. So it 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 uh, it could be an interesting show. I'll probably get more and more giggly. <laughs> we go back a long way. We do, man. Like, um, I don't really want to get into it, like how we met. Uh, I, I I would rather just leave that portion of my life uh, secretive for now. Until you- <laughs> <laughs> I want to, no, I just want to blast you on. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, uh, Mike and I uh, met in college, and. Uh, Singing and dancing. We were singing and dancing and jazz handing the shit out of stages across the globe. Doing the Charleston. <laughs> the Foxtrot. Yep. No, we were uh, we were a member of a uh, a show choir, or what we call a show choir here in the United States. Uh, if you ever watch the show Glee, that's basically what we did, just on the collegiate level. So we were... <laughs> oh, my God. It's amazing to me that we were selected to do that. But we, honestly, though, like we, we were you and I, we can sing. You and yeah. I can sing. You know, uh, a little bit, a little bit here and there. We sing. I mean, that's kind of what we do. I still or, dance. Yeah. I do an uh, awesome I was, hand jive. <laughs> I was never good at the dancing. I'm not either. I was horrible. I was, I was there for the uh, for the vocal support. Mike was the eye candy. <laughs> That's that's yep. that's Stuck how all the way in the back row. That's what I was, man. I was in the back. So. Um, actually, I actually uh, the first time I met Josh, he doesn't actually remember this. Uh, I didn't like him very much. Are you serious? That's true. What the I, fuck, uh, man? It was when I was first visiting Iowa, or our college, I should say. What? I uh, 
Well, I ran into, well, my friend was actually, you know, taking me around to visit and. You were on a college visit and yes. you met me? And I met Josh. And You're full he, of shit. He was, uh, I didn't like him. He uh, was kind of, I don't, he, I think he might have been, you know, busy, had a class or a beer to go drink or something. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I didn't have a class to attend. And, uh, no, you know, and I, I didn't like him very much. Where, but. where did we, where did we meet? That's uh, what I want to know. Was it in the art center? In the art center down the stairs. Who brought you in? Wygild. Zach. Yep. He brought you in. He did. And you met me. And I met you. And I just blew you off entirely. Yes. I was it, like, piss off. I don't even care. But, uh, <laughs> But no, but then, you know, great. but then, uh, you know, you left and went down to, you know, different, you know, down to Maryville and then came back and I do remember that. Then, uh, you know, we got to know each other. My car broke down and then I stayed with you in your dorm room for months on end. And then and that uh, was the um, best. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. And then uh, that's what happens, man. That was fucking kismet right there. OK, yeah, that then, was meant to be. And then you remember the first time we ever went ghost hunting, we were watching the movie Stigmata. And then oh, we got to, yeah. you know, we got done watching the movie and we ended up uh, going, doing a little ghost. And you go, hey, have you ever ghost hunted? And I said, no, I haven't. I would like to. And, you know, I was so new to the whole damn thing at that time anyway. And that's how the legend began. The rest, as they say, is history. Yes. <laughs> but no, seriously, I mean, you and I have been through sick and sin mm-hmm. together. Yep. You know, a lot I'm, more sin than sick. Right, right. Uh, I mean, that happens. What is that noise? What is that god awful noise? I don't know. Sounds oh, was, like no, chips my, Yeah, it was my wife opening a bag of chips. That's yeah, which was. I was told I cannot have. Should any. she tell you that? Oh, what a horrible! I didn't have hostess. to ask her, but I've your wife. I know her <laughs> and her relationship towards me. It would be a stern no. It would just be a stern no, sweetie. Can he have some chips? She's giggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wants chips. It's more of a love hate. Let's get this boy some chips. <laughs> Is she actually getting the fucking chips? <laughs> oh, so I'm hungry. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Did she get him? She got him. Oh, and the dip too. Oh. Jesus Christ! Let's roll out the red carpet for the guy. Thank you. I love you. You're. you're, you're I love you. You're swell. You are swell. Love to love you. All right. So. On to so she I just mean, flipped me off on. I told you, did she? Yeah, no. that's kind of funny. We we, we have a good relationship. It, work, really it works out. It's kind of funny. Um, so let's see. The first time we met, you wanted to punch my lights out. Not, that's okay. Not so no, that's much okay. Punch your lights out. But you were just, just like, like God, oh, that what guy, a dick. Oh, Mister. Are you Bi- sure it was me? I guarantee it. Really, you were Mister Big Shot. Big Shot. I play my guitar and <laughs> sing my songs. Did I have a guitar? Probably not, but <laughs> God damn it! But no, it wasn't so much. I was like, I think uh, you guys were in the middle of a, uh, or just got done with the show, and uh, so it was I unload think he, the trailer, unload time? the trailer time, and uh, it was Shit, just like, hey, this been. is this guy, this is this guy, and you're like, hey, nice to meet you. Um, well, at least I said that. I don't know if you even said that. I'm sure I did. In my in my version of the story, I said that probably. <laughs> But no, fuck it. <laughs> but no, then we, you know, then we, like I said, uh, you know, our first ghost hunt was down in, uh, I think, what Tabor, Iowa, if I remember right. Um, yes, I don't remember the third bridge uh, outside of Randolph yep. where I grew Actually, up. Yeah, Randolph, yeah. Yep, and right then, outside uh, where I grew up. And then you're absolutely right. And then we started. 
Because then I we we Mike and I actually then formed a paranormal investigative group on the campus. It was actually recognized by Iowa Western as a club. We were a legitimate we got free money. Yes, we did. We, well, and what did I have to do for that goddamn money? Uh, we had to go around talking to professors. We yes. had to get... Uh, and then we had to do community-type yeah. service acts and shit like that. Oh, my God. It was a pain in the ass. But we did it, and we used the money to go to the Velisca Axe Murder yep. House for the first time. <clears throat> Which was pretty sweet. It was amazing. Um, we Hey, you remember the time we... Uh, I sound like Chris Farley. Hey, you remember that? Do you remember <laughs> when you were in the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> and you sang that song? Uh, you know, but uh, when we did that uh, Halloween on uh, the river. We did ghost a live show. ghost hunt on the college radio yeah. station, which, yeah. you know, was kind of a big deal. They have a 100,000-watt radio channel. I mean, I mean, it's it's big. I mean, it throws hundreds of miles which is awesome Mm -hmm. so a lot of people heard us that night but we freaked out the dj so goddamn bad that they cut the show short so fucking funny (laughs) oh my god they were not into that at all they're just like you could tell that they were like looking at their producer like you want us to do what go out into the woods with these two i didn't even know we were doing that i thought we were just gonna talk and all of a sudden it was like you guys should go outside and yeah it was fun though it was fun we had a good time it you guys could probably hear my daughter screaming in the background because that's what she does. Kirsten's being a bad mom. That's what. <laughs> that's what Ellie does, though. Ellie just screams. But so I mean, that was kind of your your introduction into ghost hunting. It was, and then you know, you and I forming the group. Which, by the way, I'm happy to announce that the group is still in existence <clears throat> on the campus. Really? Yes, we were fucking pioneers man we're, we're the godfathers we are the godfathers there should be busts of us somewhere on that campus of my ass somewhere showing that's what i'm saying something yeah but there's not no there's no bust no so but anyway um so like i said mike played a uh, a pivotal part in the um you know in the story you know leading up to you know what we made the film about you know i mean mike was a big part of that book so and you know Sadly, I want obviously I wanted Mike involved in the movie, but work issues, work I, issues up the ass, yeah, man, I, and it I, sucked. But you know, the day I uh, the day, or that week that you know you were going to be filming the movie, I was all geared up to go, and then yeah, but you were also seven hours away. You yeah, had sent I, well, all those places. I didn't even know that was going to happen until right, the day right. you know the day you were going to we were going to start filming. All of a sudden that morning or the night before, you know, hey, you're going seven hours away. Oh, yeah, that sucked. <sighs> but we I digress we did it no I mean you know it. we did it I and felt bad you shouldn't feel bad because we're still going to put you in the movie <laughs> you're still going to be in the movie yeah. you just don't realize it yet that's okay no it's because I wanted you you know the whole the whole premise of the movie is you know we're about to show you some paranormal shit that you're never going to see on TV that's what we're going to you know dive after Mm-hmm. And we're going to go into this very haunted location where horrible things have happened. And we are going to try our damnedest to elicit some kind of a response out of whatever the entity may be. Now, that's the premise. I wanted to prove to people that bad things can happen to people, like especially like thrill seekers. You know, the people that just want to go out, get a cheap scare and get the fuck home. I hate that. But we used to be those people. In a sense, we used to be those people, and that's when shit went horribly wrong. Yeah. 
that's when we bit off more than we can chew. On another note, same type of uh, story, though. You have a story of your own that has fascinated me. I mean, this story led up to you coming to my house, which I live an hour and a half away, give or take, away hour. from Mike. And is it an hour? Hour on okay. the dot. So an hour away from Mike. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And he came down. After this incident happened, he came down to my house and stayed with me for a week. He did not want to go back to his house because this freaked him out that much. Now tell the kick-ass story. <laughs> okay, so I was. Uh, it was a Sunday night, and uh, I was, you know, my roommate and I were watching TV, and then uh, for some odd reason. I was, uh, I was, I'm going to bed, and it was about nine o'clock at night. And uh, if anybody knows me, <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen. And uh, so I go into my room, and I put in the movie Sex Drive. It sounds worse than what, it, but it's actually a kick-ass movie. But anyway, it is a fun movie. But I've seen that movie so many times, and uh, it was just one of those ones where I just kind of want to lay down, watch it, and go to bed. And my roommate was still out in the living room, and I could see the the light under my door so i knew she was still out there anyway so i'm laying down in a kind of half fetal position facing you know facing the wall watching the movie and then the next thing i know i hear the song she's in love with the boy you know the country version you know she's in love with the boy that song oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 anyway, yeah. uh i hear that in in my ear and uh I started thinking to myself, I've seen this movie so many times. Well, where's that coming from? Like, it's, I know it's not in the this movie. The song is not in the movie. And so I uh, kind of, tw- you know, look toward, back towards the, uh, the TV. And uh, I look down, and all of a sudden at my feet, on my bed, laying down, is this, uh, how do I want to put it, this creature, um, reptilian in nature, but not um, had a face, but no features. I could, you know, right. Anyway, and as soon, I mean, as soon as I saw it, I basically, you know, tense with fear, like just like I knew something wasn't right, and I'm just staring at it, and all of a sudden it leaped into me, and I could feel my whole body just cramp up and just. I don't know. I, I was, it was so hard to explain. I, I wanted to yell. I wanted to scream, but I couldn't. And it uh, probably felt like it lasted for an hour, but it was more like probably 20 seconds. But then I felt it uh, release come out of me, and I was felt like I was hyperventilating, and it was still on top of me at this moment. And just as I was about to scream again, it felt like it jumped back inside of me. And at that moment, same thing, my whole body cramped up. I couldn't breathe, couldn't yell, couldn't scream. And then it came back out, and it was gone. And at that moment, I'm, I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like, is, was I dreaming? Like, seriously, was that real? I looked down, and uh, I could still see the light on from the living room. And so I go out of my room, go to my roommate, and I go, Beaner, my roommate her name was her beaner is her, her nickname nickname beaner because she liked green beans as a kid so she's anyway she uh 
I go, didn't I go, did you hear anything? Like, did you hear rustling? Did you hear? She's like, well, I heard you moan, like moaning, like it sounded like you were not s- struggling, but it just, I don't know. I just thought you were dreaming or something. I go, right. So I told her the story, freaked her out. <laughs> and so I called, called Josh and told him what happened. And he goes, dude, next time that happens, call me. Yeah. And so go to work the next day. Just that's all I could think about was what happened that night before and that night monday night i go back into bed and i'm just staring at whatever just kind of blankly into the room just like is it going to happen again but this time i'm laying on my back and i'm just kind of laying there and i hear this noise all of a sudden in my like my closet i have an open closet and all of a sudden out of nowhere just this thing appears this time it's like on legs, but same figure, same type of figure just all of a sudden just appeared in the front of my bed and instantly right away. I was like, Oh shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh fuck. And (laughs) before I had any time to do anything, it made like three moves, like zigzag, but like bam, quick, right on top of me. And I could feel it choking me. And I, again, I just, I thought I was dying. Like, I just seriously felt I'd never been filled with so much dread. And I let go. And I could just see it smiling like it knew it had full control and, like, wanted to hurt me. And, like, was, you know, just whatever. And then all of a sudden it started choking me again. And the next thing I know, it was blink of an eye gone. And then I left. And I called josh and i said i'm coming down happened yeah. again and i came down here stayed down here for i don't know the rest of the week i went home when i got home i walked into the house and everything was fine until i walked into my bedroom and i have for, through ghost hunting we have found that i have a trigger when something mike has like a josh built-in is. It's like a built-in freaking EMF detector. It's a little bizarre, but it's be it's weird because it's proven itself constant. Um, when something of a ghostly nature or paranormal nature is around, for some reason, my cheeks start to tingle, my eyes start to water, and I can. It's just kind of a a precursor that something weird is going to go on. And as soon as I walked into my room, my whole body. Hair stood up, eyes started watering, cheeks started, flare, you know, freaking out. And I just took control and I said, uh, whatever's here, you're not welcome, you know, get the hell out and all this stuff. And it just went away and nothing like that's ever happened again. But, uh, well, fuck. right before your movie, yeah, uh, we got called by, actually, I got called by my cousin who, yeah had something going on in her house and I did not know this. And so me and I called up Josh, Josh and I went to her house and she, uh, was telling us all this stuff. And that's, that, that was the day I found out that she's kind of a, a, um, a seer. Yeah. Like a, a, like a medium almost. Yep. And, um, and she's pretty damn accurate at it. And, uh, right. But anyway, she started telling me that she, uh, I have a, a yellow light, like an aura, like a yellow aura, um, 
and a black aura. Um, that there's three people following following me. One's um, <clears throat> excuse me. One's uh, very evil in nature. One is something that's another one that's been following me around for 24 years, something like that. And then uh, a female. And uh, the, you know, there's the evil one, the one that's been around me the longest. Uh, it's kind of a, you know, you should do this, you know, kind of a, you know, kind of a sure. dick. And, yeah. but the female is kind of like my, my guardian angel, if you would. And, uh, I was like, no, you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, of course, after I found out that, you know, I got, you know, we started talking a lot about, you know, ghost hunting and she was telling me about, um, you know, all this stuff. And she got this weird, all of a sudden we were talking and one, you know, right about a week before we were starting, she got this weird, uh, weird sound in her voice. And then all of a sudden she goes, um, you shouldn't go to Maryville. Um, at all. Yeah. Um, you, you just shouldn't go. Uh, I said, why? She goes, <laughs> because, and I had never told her the story, what I, you know, wanted right. about, you know, what happened. And she said, whatever that's evil is from whatever attacked you at your house. And like I said, I never told her whatever attacked you at your house is from Maryville. And, um, if you don't want it to ever happen again or get worse, you should just never go back ever. And it's interesting that you say that because, you know, there were so many things. Like, even when I was writing the book, like, the whole thing has been fucked since Jump Street, okay? I was writing the book, and there was this very apparent force that did not want this to happen. Even your brother yes. told me. The day after I was talking to Josh's brother and me and him had almost the exact same conversation. He even told me somehow it's the exact same deal. It was the, it was the weirdest damn thing I ever heard in my life. A voice basically telling him he should not go. Yeah. Which he did. However, he could not complete all four days of filming. He had to, um, it was the, he completed three days of filming and then on the fourth, day going into the night when we were about to start filming he was actually hospitalized um for bizarre bizarre reasons um but yeah i mean he was put into the hospital and so he was unable to he was unable to do the fourth night of filming um and, you know, he was warned the entire time not to do this project and all that shit. And uh, to tell you the God honest truth, we all were warned in different ways. Um, and the crew and the cast members and things like that, we all knew ultimately what we were getting ourselves into. And we all made the decision that you know, the message needed to be heard more than, you know, we're going to put ourselves aside for a moment. And we're going to... You know, the message is too important. So <clears throat> that's what we did. And obviously, you know, it comes at a cost, and we all knew what that cost could possibly be. It was a pain in the ass, but we got it done. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, so Mike came down here after all that fun shit, <laughs> and he got to stay with me for a little bit, and that was fun. We played a lot of video games. A lot of video games. We... <laughs> A lot of Tiger Woods. A lot of Tiger Woods. 
Resident Evil, things of that nature. Yep. Still but, suck at that game. It was fun, though. It was fun. <clears throat> so, you know, ultimately, what would you... <clears throat> I mean, you've been around the block enough now. You've been on countless numbers of, of investigations. You know the shit that can happen and the shit that doesn't happen. What would you tell somebody that wants to, like somebody that may be listening right now, somebody that says, you know, this ghost hunting thing sounds really cool. It looks badass from what I've seen on TV. You know, what would you say to those people? To you know, somebody that wants to get into ghost hunting but hasn't quite done it yet. They've seen enough of the shows to be interested. But, you know, they want to pursue it further. Do it the right way. Respect respect it. Respect the place you're going to uh, investigate. Um, research. Ask, you know, research to ask the right questions. And, uh, I don't know, just go on with the open mind that sometimes you're going to get awesome, yeah, unbelievable experiences and other times you're going to be there and 10 minutes later you're you're just going to be i i there's nothing going on i i want to leave but to persist and stay there all night and do it and just because you never know when and that's just it honestly like what people don't understand is i've even had clients that have said this you know oh so you're going to be here you know what around like six o'clock at night and probably what gone by 10 it's like, what? No, we're not probably actually going to really start until 10. You know, it's they have this <laughs> they have this idea of what they've seen on television that it takes 30 minutes. That it takes literally, yeah. It's like, okay, we're going to have 42 minutes in your house and then we're we're going to have all the evidence we need. And it doesn't work like that. It literally and we'll stay at a location for 8 hours sometimes. And we're going to review 8 hours of footage in 10 seconds. Yeah. And uh you know, <laughs> And that's, you know, and that's the stuff that, you know, it'll take a good week. It'll take a good week of patience. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing that people don't understand is, you know, for every, you know, 10 hours that you're actually at this location, you might have 10 seconds of something that you cannot explain. But you're going to have 40. uh, If you have two voice recorders, you're going to have 20 hours of footage to go and how over. many you cameras have, you're yeah and because one voice recorder might get this but another one won't and that one might get that and then the other one won't exactly it's, this camera will pick this up but that one won't right. so you can't even you everyone you just be thorough in each each thing you do you just just be thorough yeah exactly and never ever uh I don't know. Just don't just don't go in and expect something to happen because I'm I'm here to tell you that ninety eight percent of the time nothing is going to happen. You're literally it's like you're literally asking questions to thin air because that's what it feels like. And every once in a while you get that really good response or something will happen that you cannot explain. And that's what keeps us scratching our heads and that's what keeps us going back to these locations. Yeah. Another thing is to new people, if you are planning on doing it, it's going to be awkward at first. You know, like Josh just said, 
you are talking to thin air. You're going to feel like a tool. Yeah, total tool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still sometimes I still I, I still feel like a total. I feel like a tool every day of my life. Yeah, that's just me. well, you are a tool that's every day of your life, but. That <laughs> But no, you're gonna. It's gonna feel awkward. You're gonna, like Josh said, you're gonna be talking to thin air, asking questions, and um, you're gonna be holding up a voice, you know, whatever machine you're using to try to capture whatever you can capture, and all you're doing is praying and hoping that something is listening and is going to respond. And I tell you what, I have one of the best freaking EVPs that I've ever heard in my entire life came from Workman's Chapel, and it was around Mike. Now it was Mike and another and another investigator inside the chapel. I was not inside the chapel because we were doing teams that night. Two people would be in the car warming up because it was cold as shit. If you it was remember. a shrinker, it was horrible. It was a shrinker. It was so cold. So two people would be inside the running car, you know, that was you know warming up, and then the other two would be in there for. I think we said it only like twenty minutes. You know, uh, something quick, something. You know, so your freaking feet don't fall off. But um, Mike was in there and asking questions, and then, you know, sometimes on an investigation, there's just, like Mike said earlier, sometimes it gets freaking boring, and the investigators will just kind of start having a general conversation of their own, you it, know? It's inevitable. It happens <laughs> it all happens. the time, trust me. And that type of thing happened, and Mike was asking a question to this other investigator and it was um, directly following this other investigator's response but it was this weird gravelly growling voice that just said they don't hear me and it was amazing it was absolutely amazing I don't even know if I've shown you yet I don't even know if I've ever heard this one yeah it's amazing it's so amazing I thought you were talking about the one where they were all down at Workman's when it was like you guys need to get out of here, or you should leave. You should leave. That's or, what and it then, says. Or, and then you're gonna die. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was a good one too. The, that you're gonna die. And my all-time favorite ever oh. experience I've ever had. You know, ever that place. Like, I swear to God, I've probably spent more time in that place than the people that fucking built it. I, I think that's safe to assume at this point. Oh, yeah. But. At the same time, I have never received so many goddamn death threats from somebody I can't see <laughs> at that place. And it pisses me off because nothing good ever happens to me. <laughs> it always happens to people around me. And maybe that's just, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a bizarre place. You know why? And it's one place that I'm glad to say that I don't ever have to go back to. You know why? Why? Because you suck dick at hunting ghosts in Maryville. <laughs> I think I'm okay at, at hunting ghosts. Not in Maryville. What do you mean, not at Maryville? We, I cannot wait for you people to see this movie, by the way. Like, it's okay. It's better than okay. We have, like, I am happy to say that we did four nights of investigating. Every single night, every one of the four nights, we did a different type of approach, okay? We did something that we had never done before. Number one reason for doing this is it raised our fear level. Okay, because it was unknown to us. It raised our creep factor a little bit. So we were a little more on edge than we would be normally on a normal investigation. <laughs> but also at the same time, then <clears throat> this was um, what you got there, bud? No. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Sorry. I'm knocking shit over. My bad. But anyway. But w- I am happy to report, though, that every single night that we were there, something significant happened. And for that reason, we, in my opinion, are going to have a very successful documentary on our hands. I hope so. I'm excited to see it. Dude, you should just... I, I'm In two weeks... I have to fly out to California. You should just come with me. I'm taking Blake. I'm taking Blake with. You should just come with. You're busting into the chips. I am. Not a boy. I'm hungry. Getting some ruffles. <laughs> but you should. I'm, I'm just saying, you should probably just go buy a plane ticket. James is kicking it around as well. <laughs> it's going to be us locked in a room working on a movie for about three days straight, and then we're going to fly back here to... Iowa. <laughs> it's so freaking gross. That's a good chap. So here's the deal. Here's what Mike and I are going to do right now. We're going to take a little break. We are going to come back and we're going to discuss some more fun stuff. Some of Mike's more memorable ghost hunts. <laughs> it's going to be good. Maybe he'll be done with the chips by then. Probably not. <laughs> See you, people. All right. We will be right back. Are you troubled by strange noises in the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. Ghostbusters! All right, so we are back. The chips are gone. He done ate all the chips. Ah, There's a couple crumbs left. I I may have helped. (laughs) (laughs) Might have had more than I did. (laughs) That's a true story. It's very possible. No. Um, okay, so I was going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Because here on the Ectoplasm Show, our, the general premise of everything is I'm the I am the paranormal believer, you know? Yep. And then we have my friend Myron, who is a, you know, a very hardcore skeptic when it comes to this stuff. He he basically thinks that I am completely full of shit. I love skeptics. Because, yeah, oh yeah, because absolutely. skeptics are my favorite. Well, he is he is very uh, he asks very good questions, you know. And I don't know. My favorite people are the ones that uh, that are always like, you know, I I don't believe in ghosts. I don't, but there is this one time. Yeah, you I, know, you know the, the, I get that all the time. I don't believe in that, but you know, this one time, right? I. That's the biggest thing that I get is, you know, this one time, and if it didn't happen to them, it happened to their friend or their or their friend's cousin or somebody that they know, though, somebody in the circle with them, you know, and that's just it. It's like, yeah, I don't believe in that shit, but you know. <laughs> it was this one time. <laughs> exactly. This figure appeared out of nowhere, and it, I, I had a coming to Jesus talk with it, and yeah. uh, and then it vanished in the thin light. And it opened but I, a door that was been locked for five years. But I think it was tripping. <laughs> I might, think it was on some. I drug. might have done LSD. <laughs> but anyway, you know that's that brings up an interesting. Don't do point. drugs. Anyway. Do, don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. Okay. Don't do drugs. Smoke weed. <laughs> My God. Anyway. My God. So, I was going to ask you. Like I said, we cover a lot of different things on this show. And one of them would be, you know, one of the biggest things that fascinates me anyway is the possibility of aliens. Love them. 
Do you? Mm-hmm. Love the aliens. It's got to be. Now, I was going to ask, though, what's, what's your take on on the fact that... It, or, you look, know, hold on, first of all. Look at all... Okay, in the last five years, how many planets have they discovered? Oh, thousands. Thousands of yeah. shit. I mean, and it's daily. I mean, granted, it's, you know, eons of light years behind, you know. Right, right. But it has... I, don't know, I just cannot believe that we are the only ones that... I think it's I think it's rather small minded to think that to think that we would be the only form of intelligent life ever. <laughs> I think it's a little crazy. And how intelligent are, really well, are we? We're not that intelligent. What I'm saying is, you know, we can at least feed ourselves and you know things of that nature. You know, we're we're fairly intelligent as far as the food chain goes. <laughs> I don't know, but you know that that's what what is your take? On what? On just aliens in general. Do you think, let, let me be more specific, do you think they're here? Do you think they've been here? Do you think they're coming here? Or all of the above? What do you think? Well, I mean, according to, I can't remember, you might remember, there's supposedly three different races that we've already been yes. talking to. I think it was <clears throat> the greys. The greys that should be like the stereotypical almond-eyed, you know, freaking, yeah, you know, alien. You know, yeah, that you're alien looking right thing then there was uh, the reptilians yes which would be like the movie alien with you know sigourney yeah. weaver that kind and then there was the uh the ones that are basically blonde-haired blue-eyed nordic looking sons of bitches right and i don't i i just there's so much out there that we haven't even like I said, well, for, uh, let me digress. First of all, let me let me put it this way: in the last five years, we've discovered planets that are gigantic, and uh, absolutely, you know, Pluto is either a planet or is not. We can't figure that one out. Yeah, we, we still, <laughs> but uh, but no, they they really did. They they found in this new planet that's I can't remember hundred thousand light years away. That I mean, it is a, basically they call it the giant Earth, um, and it is massive, and it. They originally thought that planets that are that big can only be like Jupiter or Saturn sure. or Neptune that only hold gases, basically a gas planet. But there, it, this planet is has a lot of Earth-like features. Now, does it have life? Probably not. Does it have water? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. I, I, I just I find it hard to believe that we are the only ones here i mean it was just like i like it was just that one magical moment that it just happened to be like the chicken and the egg what what came first how did we happen you know there's so many questions that we 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 want to find answers to you know but we never will you know there's not uh, in our lifetime anyway i always go back to a few like movies i always have like a couple go-to movies like if i'm bored as shit or folding laundry or doing something mundane I'll always like throw in one of my, you know, standards. You know, one of those standards would be the movie South, Con- South Park, bigger, longer. <laughs> no. One of those movies would be Contact. Great movie. It is a great movie. Um, and if you haven't seen it, I would strongly suggest you watch that. Um, but there's a really cool line. And they use it a couple different times in the movie, but it just says, you know, if it is just us, it seems like an awful waste of space. You know, which is completely true. What the fuck was that? <laughs> was it um, your phone? That was my phone. 
anyway, you were saying. But uh, no, that was just it. That was the line. You know, if it is just us, it seems like an awful waste of space, mm-hmm. which is absolutely true. Like, if, we, we only have the capability to search so far. As of right now. As of right now. But I think technology is getting better every God blessed second. Exactly. But then we're only going to be able to search so far and then search oh, so far. Yeah. But the fact that we can still go farther and exponentially farther and farther, I mean, how big is is it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they thought, yeah, I mean, supposedly, they thought the earth was, you know, square or flat. Flat, or, you know, right, right. Which has been debunked. But, in, but you know what I mean? But, the, you know, in, in the big scheme of things, though, that was been fairly recent. <laughs> yes. You know, but they're he, like, oh, shit, we were wrong. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I, you know, and I recently started reading Dan Brown's uh, Inferno. Yeah, I, I've been reading the exact same book. And, uh, you know, the whole, you know, the population, you know, boom has just all of a sudden, you know, billion, you know, four, a billion, two billion, and then all of a sudden, bam, four billion, bam, seven billion, yeah. bam. You know, it's the exponential growth. Si- exponential growth. I don't know where the hell I, I just lost my train of thought. Were you going to say well, like well, we're we're outgrowing this? The, yes, please cut this out. No, I'm not. I'm leaving it in. What you're trying to say though is we're we're outgrowing. We're outgrowing our, our home. Our home. Who's to say we haven't done it already? Found this planet. If you want to get down to brass tacks, though, if you really want to get down to it, the entire world's population mm-hmm. could fit into a area the size of Texas. Mm-hmm. The size of Texas, the state of Texas in the United States, the entire world's population could fit inside of the state of Texas, an area the size of the state of Texas. Would we be comfortable? Hell no. It would suck. What I'm saying is I don't think we have that big of a problem yet. Now, I'm stressing the word yet because people just keep donking (laughs) And, and babies keep being born. I have one that's seven months old. You all have heard her many a times on this show. <laughs> what I'm saying, though, is yes, we are we are getting there. We we already know this. So another question that arises: Are we going to meet these aliens in our lifetime? I think we have. You honestly. think we already have? Like I, I I we I recently called Josh and had a epiphany. I think couple, I remember this a couple days ago. I think I remember this, and because uh, we were talking about conspiracy theories, and uh, how, we love conspiracy. I love conspiracy it's, theories. They're sexy, and there's this new one out that the uh, oh my god the uh, the school shooting that happened in Connecticut. I can't remember the name. It's Sandy Hook. Yeah, Sandy Hook. There you go. You know how that's supposedly a you know conspiracy theory. You know, you know, you know, you read it and it's very convincing. And I, like I told you, who, who's to know if, um, you know, supposedly we live a free life, you know, we do what we want to do, but who's to say our government isn't letting us live this life, you know, it's kind of a dog and pony show and then they are just like, you live, but okay, so you do this, you pay our tax, you know, pay your taxes, we're going to show you what you want to believe, but this is really what's happening. Right. And who's... Area 51, UFO, you know, who, who, who's to know if they are in contact, you know, they'll, and they're, they're never going to tell us ever. Well, why would they? Because 
See, that was another question I was going to ask you. I recently did that documentary called Disclosure. And, you know, I posed the question, like, what would we do as a race? We if we had 100% of the truth, how would we as a global population lose our mind? I would honestly suggest the exact same thing. We could not handle it. But just like anything, at first, we would lose our mind. And then we would accept, accept it. Because we had no goddamn choice. Yeah, it's like anything, any tragedy, any tragedy, any uh, traumatic stress in your life. You at first, it's like holy shit, I cannot believe that just happened, and then you deny it. Then you deny it, and then all of a sudden uh, you accept it, and then you live your life. Right, right. It's crazy stuff, man. It's crazy, but aliens are sexy. I think aliens are sexy. If but they scared the shit out of me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I will go ghost hunting all day. But aliens, man. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. So remember earlier um we were talking about you know, skeptics. Yeah, absolutely. My mom, she's a you know, huge skeptic. Yeah, and yeah. um oh, yeah. when we first started doing, you know, our ghost hunting thing, I can't believe that you guys you know what you know, that, that shit don't <laughs> exist and and she was one of those, but you know, I do, you know, this one time, <laughs> yeah, that's my mom. Uh, Your mom is the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I have the greatest story ever. No, my we're mom not and Josh, we're not telling that's it. for a different show. <laughs> oh my Lord. You all, you people have to hear this one. But anyway, um, <laughs> we'll tell the story at the end of the show. Maybe. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I, and I never knew this. Um, my, my, she started telling me this story that, um, you know, one night we, we, I've always, we've always had, you know, dogs, always had a dog growing up and at least one, sometimes two, sometimes three, you know, whatever. And one night they were, you know, barking and I don't, I was young, I think five or six or something like that. I, I don't know. But, uh, anyway, the, the dogs were barking outside. We lived in, uh, in a, you know, farm rural area so my mom you know she looks out the window she's like what in the hell are they barking at and, you know so she goes outside and like shut the hell up you know all that stuff you know <laughs> shut up yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway she, she goes she goes back in and then again they just start freaking out and so she looks you know like what in the hell are they looking at you know and then she looks over kind of in a distance and there's a suppose this you know my mom but uh, there was a light if you would, yeah. in the background. And it was a huge, like, light. And one that, you know, like I said, rural area, complete dark. Huh. You know, whatever. And so, and then all of a sudden it just... Whew, took off. Took off. Into what the, the hell? Into the sky. And she goes back there and, suppose, you know, my mom says that... Uh, Jesus. You know, the next morning she went out there and, you know, what you would think of a crop circle to look like on the ground was, you know, that. Was right there. I don't know. She's my mom. I, I want to believe her. But I would not take your mom as a liar. No. I'm just saying. She's a pretty straight shooting chick. Yeah. She really is. Mm-hmm. But That's fucking fascinating. Yeah. That's amazing. But. Huh. That's really That's really cool. So how could she not believe in the in the possibility of the paranormal? It's my mom, dude. You <laughs> it's my mom. <laughs> oh my god! So 
But you know, like my mom, she would be. She's the one that was always. I can't believe. But then whenever she would talk to somebody about me and go, she was, oh, but my son, you know, he does, you know, and she would pimp us. Yeah, she they, does a lot of that, which is badass. Basically, but uh, she does pimp us a lot. Yeah, but was good. She, she's a different story altogether. That's a anyway. <laughs> so I want to know. What uh, what you have on the on the paranormal docket for right now? Do you have anything coming up or anything um, going down? A friend of mine, um, she uh, she lives a, uh, in a town just north of me, about eight miles away. Uh, her house is pretty haunted. Supposedly, it's pretty haunted, and uh, I don't know. She wants uh, she wants you and I to sometime come check it out. So I still think we should just do it. I, like, do they want to? Do they want to be gone? Oh, they want to be gone. Yes. They want to be gone. There mm-hmm. it is. Then, there yeah. Is. Um, you know that she said that. Uh, um, you know the standard voices. Um, she one time looked out the window and at the mailbox there was a guy standing there. And then I remember that. Story. And um, then also, you know, the guy just disappeared. Um, footsteps that are burned into the uh, floorboards of the house. Yeah, that's a little jacked up, by the way. Yeah, lots of noises, um, <clears throat> lots of voices. Damn. Um, but yeah, that's that's the one that I have most pressing that she's been asking for a while for us to come. Well, we're just going to make her wait more. Uh-oh. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I see... Uh, did you just burp I in did. the microphone? That was so hot. I had to. That was awesome. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, other than that, I got nothing. I'd, I'd love to go back to Velisca again. I think Velisca is one of my favorite places on did the Did you planet. hear about the guy that stabbed himself there? Yeah. I felt so bad. Okay, because, like, you know, a lot of people in the paranormal field know who Johnny Hauser is, mm-hmm. okay? And he's the guy that's going to basically give you a tour, tell you the history mm-hmm. on the house. I mean, you know, that's what happens. But, I mean, Johnny's been on a lot of shows and things of that nature and documentaries. And, you know, I wanted him for our documentary. He's also helping do the music for the movie, which... So I reached out to him. I felt horrible for him because now he has to answer you know for no it wasn't johnny no it wasn't no it wasn't johnny no um it was it was just an overnight guest Mm -hmm. with uh and i i don't recall exactly if he had family with him or whatever but i mean he was in a group he went outside he fucking stabbed himself man like whatever I don't. I don't know what came over him, necessarily. Not, you know, I just felt bad for Johnny, you know, because in the paranormal field, he's what I would consider a friend, and you know, now he had to basically answer for all of this bullshit that he had no control over whatsoever. <clears throat> Excuse me. He wasn't there, was he? No, absolutely not. No. He was at home. Yeah, like, I was gonna say he just kind of shows. They're you the very tour good. Yeah, they're very good at Velisca. They mm-hmm. give you the tour. They tell you the shit, you know, the, whatever you want to know, and, and they you. literally just wish you the best of luck. Hand and you over the keys. Yeah, and, and that's it. 
It is a very cool place. So mm-hmm. you own that place for that night, which is amazing. You know, like I said, I just felt bad for John, like having to deal with that shit. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, he was literally on the phone like all fucking day long you know, after that happened. But here's what's interesting to me. Have now, you, that, you, hold on. You, have you talked, you've talked to him since? Yeah. What does he think was the reason? He doesn't know. He thinks maybe this person just probably lost her fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Here's what's interesting, though. I remember, uh, if you guys ever watched the show uh, uh, Ghost Adventures, um, I've I've watched a couple episodes of that show, and I know one of them I have watched is the Velisca Axe Murderer House uh, Ghost Which Adventures. Which I, I honestly think was the worst episode <clears throat> they've ever had. I'm telling you, they got some great EVPs at that place. But all in all, <laughs> it was just, they made it... Yeah, all in all, it was, yeah. But what was funny about it? There was they interviewed a couple ladies who actually grew up in the house after obviously after the the murders and whatnot went down. And they were telling the story. One lady was telling the story about her father who was sharpening a knife, you know, as you do. You sharpen your knife or whatever, and out of nowhere he just grabs the knife and boom, stabs himself in the hand. For no freaking reason whatsoever, grabs it, turns it towards him, his hand, and starts stabbing himself in the hand for absolutely no reason. This man would be of sound mind any other day. But at that moment, he snapped and stabbed himself. Now, what's interesting to me is that nobody in the paranormal community has made this correlation as of yet. That man stabbed himself in the hand for absolutely no reason whatsoever. This man just recently stabbed himself for apparently no freaking reason. If there is a reason, we have yet to hear that reason. I'm just saying the two stories seem to correlate with each other, and nobody's made that made that uh, distinction. Exactly, not yet. But maybe you I'm, just did. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> look at me go. No, I, I'm, I'm interested to see. If anybody wants to make that jump. Because is it possible? I would say frick yeah. Absolutely yes. Is it possible this guy's just a nut bar? Hell yeah. Of course. There's more nut bars out there than anything. People that just want to be in the news. People And that that, see, and that's another thing, man. Like what if it was just some dude that wanted to stab himself to literally, or maybe watched that episode and was like, Hey, this happened. Maybe I should do this. There it is. And maybe I'm just as psycho as him for making that correlation. (laughs) I don't know, but it's, it's, it's weird to me because you raise a great point. Is he trying to do this for selfish type purposes? Like, is he trying to do this? Um, so somebody would make that correlation. And think, Could oh be. my God, this house is how evil. Ma- how many people have we ghost hunted with, or have you seen <sighs> that um, over exaggerate, over exaggerate it, make up Tons. stories, Tons. make up um, noises? All so when time. you go to back to review, oh, did you hear that? Yep. When they're the only ones that they, that, it's like they know the sounds coming, and they're like, okay, wait, 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 bam! Oh, I heard that. You know, I will say this: like I have investigated with a shit ton of people. Now, a lot of those people have done this, have 
over-exaggerated at certain points. Now, me, I over-exaggerate everything. I'm a, I am an excitable type of person. I'm excited when paranormal activity happens. I Which try, you but would be. The thing is, though, I'm constantly questioning what the hell was that? What was the explanation for that? You know what I'm saying? No, that wasn't a phantom voice. That was a mouse fart. Or but you don't do the whole group hysteria. If you hear something, you 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 know you keep it bottled up, I which do. you know, so do you that. don't add to the group hysteria. So when you're like, oh my god, but you I that? will make a note In your, on yeah. uh, on the audio recorders. You know, who's ever record or who's ever reviewing this review back forty five seconds ago. Yep. I'll never say what to listen for or anything like that. Just see if there's anything anomalous 45 seconds ago. You know, it's things like that. But I will say this. That group that you and I had, Mike, when we were at Iowa Western, was bar none one of the best freaking group of, of investigators that I've ever been with. I mean, it, we we got to a point, you know, at first, obviously, like, we were scared shitless because we didn't exactly quite understand what we were getting ourselves into. We didn't into. know what we were doing. No. Not even a little bit. But. We followed a plan. We did, man. And we executed that shit. And then we we knew what the other people were going to do. It's like being in a band. Yeah. like You know, you know what I'm when we were, You know what the drummer's going to do. Like, I, I'm reverting back to the first time we were in, you know, with that group when we went to Villisca. And, uh. That was a great night. When, uh. Uh, Jason uh, DeLong. DeLong, yeah. When he was in the uh, neighbor girl room downstairs. And right, all right. of a sudden, you know, when, remember when that candle exploded? That wick? Remember when the oh, wick exploded? Yeah, they had the uh, oil lamps. Yeah, the oil lamps, and that exploded. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then he was in there, you know, him and I were in there, and then, you know, we started a little investigation, and then I left for some reason. But then he ended up staying in there. He ended up reading a book yeah. that was there. Yeah. Just started sitting in a chair reading it and making stuff like stuff happen. Like he just, you know, we just felt whatever we felt needed to happen, we did it. It was a pretty impressive night. Yeah. But I will say that yeah, we hunted the shit out of that place that night. We did very well. And we did that many different locations too. Which I was surprised, you know, and that was kind of um that was what two thousand three. Yeah, probably. It's you know, been a while, and that was when that was kind of before the whole ghost hunting thing got huge. We were doing this when it was not the cool thing to do. Yeah, and uh, That's I was surprised. Sure. You know, when we first were throwing out, you know, hey, we're starting this group, and this is what we're doing. How many people were like, hell yeah, I want to be in it? There was a lot of people. I, I, I what, about fifty people, I think, were all like, "Yeah, let's do it." You know, and we pretty much dwindled it down to like seven, real quick, real quick. Because I said, "Okay, that's fine," but you're gonna sit in this haunted location by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> For and I, I think I was something stupid like ten minutes, even. I think we said an hour, even though if you think about it, that's like. <laughs> 50 hours i will say this like for the movie we did that we did hour-long isolation sessions where we were completely cut off from everything we didn't even have a flashlight one hour all by yourself inside of that place and it's fucking terrifying and time like literally stops i love it it's um whenever i go you've down, done it i have do it all the time whenever i go in there 
it's my favorite thing to do is to yeah. go in there by myself. The one time, a, like a long time ago, I think me and you and your brother Blake and I think Leet possibly were yeah. down there, yeah. and uh, we, uh, I was, you know, I went inside by myself, and for some reason, all of a sudden, the next thing I know, I was sitting Indian style, and you came in and were like, "Dude, what the hell is wrong with you?" And I'm, I blacked <laughs> out. I like blacked out for probably twenty minutes. I had no clue. That place does something odd to you. It really does. And it I remember it was uh we would go down. <laughs> it was last summer. Last summer we did an event at Workman's Chapel um surrounding the book, you know. And it was quite the big to do, man. Like we had I think 50 guests over the course of two nights. Like it was it was kind of a big deal. And uh, um, I remember everybody left, and I was obviously there. You were there, but we were cleaning up and shit like that. But you went into the chapel by yourself, and I will say that was one of the only times I've ever seen you run out of a joint because you were hearing some weird shit knock around and bang around. I didn't really run out. You I, did. I sauntered. No, you did. It was more of a fast. <laughs> I sauntered. <laughs> that was crazy, though. Uh, but it's weird because then we all went in there and nothing happened. Yeah. Who likes me? Well, you're by yourself. That was one. That is one constant thing that you're going to notice, like even in the film, is when we're doing something as a group... Something big will happen, but it'll happen at three separate locations at the same goddamn time, thus breaking the group apart. It it wants you alone. It wants you as alone as possible because it thinks apparently it can do more damage that way. So you will constantly see the group basically being broke apart. And we've experienced this as, as well, being down there. So the place has a goddamn mind of its own. But I will say that Mike had one of the best lines that I've ever heard in my entire life. And do you remember what that was? <laughs> it was the best. Mike just says, and this was over a phone call. The, I recorded the phone call. But Mike says, you know, hopefully, I hope that one day we go there and that place is no longer standing. Oh, yeah. That was the best freaking line ever. And that's basically, you know, how we all feel. Because, you know, we used to... Um when we, you know, when back, you know, in the college days, we would, uh, oh Christ, we would just on a whim on a Wednesday night, just, just go. Like we would call up, like, you know, the seven of us that were, because we all lived in the dorms, and uh, we would call, hey, what are you guys doing? You know, you know, we're kind of bored. You, you, you know, so, you, you want to go to Maryville? You want to go to Maryville? Shit, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'd all fucking get two cars and go to Casey's and load up on all you know junk food and caffeine every, and cigarettes, you know, and caffeine and cigarettes and take tobacco, off. and we'd roll down there at you know nine o'clock at night and yeah, get back at four and have class at seven, and we would do that almost once, at least once a month. Oh shit, man! Let's be real. It was at least once a week. Yeah, probably there for a while. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And then, um, yeah, I mean, that's all. I mean, we 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 got one night. We came down here to. Uh, we went to that same place, that third bridge outside of Randolph, where I grew up, uh, that we talked about a little bit earlier. And we went there, and nothing was really happening. So we bounced to Maryville. So we went. So we're like, oh fuck it, we're already this far. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go. 
just crazy stuff, man. We would. Uh, it was almost like we were. Uh, I don't want to say possessed to go down there, but more just always needing the shit, dude. I still have that. <laughs> the um, we're drawn to that location, yeah. man. And like it's it's eleven thirty at night right now as as we do this show, and I would go there right fucking now. I I but I can't on my drive down. I got down here what time nine o'clock nine yeah, probably somewhere nine. in there and uh, even. As I got closer, I was, you know, and I knew I was going to be doing this podcast, and I uh, I was just starting to think, I'm like, we're probably going to go ghost hunting tonight, and if we do, we should probably go to Maryville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should do that. Josh just has written permission to be two there. Of us. Just you and two. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. As we drink our beer. We'll get nice and loaded and go ghost hunting, which is also something I would not suggest doing. <laughs> just nope. don't do that because that's just ridiculous. Never drink and drive. Yeah, a lot of people, though. I've been to a lot of paranormal events and conferences and things like that, and I am like almost appalled at the fact that all of these investigators, they're, they're half lit. <laughs> most Like 95% of the time, they're just loaded. I'd be in heaven. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's crazy because it's like, okay, you got a K2 meter in one hand and a Jack and Coke in the other. What the fuck? It's crazy to me. Like, it's just not the way I do it. I'm not a big drinker anyway. Pussy. I am kind of a pussy, but I also get shit to do. So, so do I. <laughs> it's better when you're lubed up. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> yep. Now, when I do, like, a show, like a music show, I'm half tanked. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, come on! Come on. <laughs> you have one shot of Crown, <laughs> one beer. <laughs> I forgot how to play. No, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit of a lightweight, and I'm over here having Crown and Cokes rifled in me left and right. <laughs> yeah, Mike could just have like an IV drip of Crown, be right. and he'd be fine. He'd be ready to go. I'd be okay. He'd be like, "Yeah, I'm straight. Let's go." <laughs> Crazy shit. Oh my gosh! Okay, so I want let's fuck it. Let's tell the story. Let's tell what the story. story. Let's tell the story about your mom and me in our night of passion. <laughs> <laughs> tell him. Uh, fuck it. I'll tell him. I got it. So, <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, you got to understand. Josh and I have been best friends for fuck since we. Well, not the first time we met, as I t- said. Yeah, apparently I was a cocksucker. And, uh, no, we've been best friends for a long time. And we actually had this running gag that me and him were actually kind of, uh... Oh, Jesus. Uh, You're going to tell her that story? Okay. No, I'm not, I'm just going to prerequisite with that story. And, um, <laughs> that we were a little, you know, of the gay side Yeah, it was okay, together. so we had this running joke going only with his mother, though. That we that him and I were a couple, okay. Like you know, now in no way, shape, or form do we have a problem with with homosexuals at all. No. However, his mom didn't quite. She wasn't keen to the fact. No. That we would no. That even potentially be she together. She, at first, she laughed, and then one time she was actually just all of a sudden got straight. Are you guys really gay? I'm like mom, yeah, and he's 
He's my yeah. lover. Mike actually, yeah. And I he kept played it. it. He he kept it going. <laughs> and like, I go, probably Mom. longer than I go, should have. He's my lover. And uh, yeah, she kind of cried. But uh, probably because you said lover, and nobody no, fucking says that anymore. I, <laughs> I would imagine that's what you would. Anyway, Mr. Lover. No, but anyway. So like I said, when when I when um, when I first really started, you and I started hanging out. My car had broken down. Yeah, and. Uh, that was when I was staying with you in your dorm. My job, however, my part-time gig at the gas station at the old Don Con. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I needed a ride. So Josh, you know, he gave me a ride there and he bounced and then came back that night at 930. And well, yeah, my, <laughs> my, uh, my boss had recently went to Cancun and got a apron like a this was not a, no, a normal apron like a chef's apron and when you pu- it's one of those ones where you pull up and there's a huge you pull the apron up from the bottom and a you know uh a penis if you would a gigantic penis i'm talking uh ramboner <laughs> just staring at you hilarious anyway <clears throat> and so i got off at 10 o'clock and like i said josh showed up at 9 30 and he, yeah. so he's sitting outside in his car while he happens to fall asleep i fell asleep because i was freaking tired it man. was a you know it was 10 o'clock i mean i imagine you're you know old and you need right. to sleep <clears throat> and uh Dick. so my mom decides to <laughs> she puts on the said apron <laughs> She puts on the dick apron. <laughs> the cock apron, as right. we once called it. And right. she puts it on. She runs out to the car. And Josh had never met her at this time. No, I had not. This was the first time I ever met yeah. your mom. This is this is the ultimate meeting. And she knocks on the window. Yeah. And, you know, as you would when you're, you know, sound asleep, you just kind of, you know, you wake up and you're, you really don't know what's going on. As Josh wakes up, my mom then pulls up the apron, revealing the giant cock, <laughs> and he fucking... Dude, he, I lost my mind. I, I freaked out so much, I didn't even know where I was. No. I started the car and started to drive away. You, I never knew that car could burn rubber, and it tried, but... It tried. <laughs> anyway. But and yeah. Josh, I mean, he bounced and <laughs> didn't know what was going on, and I thought he was going to wreck and go into the field. <laughs> I never had laughed so hard in my life. Shit. And the next thing you know, he, he calls me. And, I did, uh, man. I this is back when we, you know, the Zach Morris cell phones. But he calls me and he's like, oh, some dude just came up and showed me his, you know, penis. And I, I'm like, where'd you go? And he's like, oh, dude, I, I don't know. I was sleeping. I and there's this giant penis, you know, this guy. And I had to leave it. I had no. Uh, but, like, did you see that fucking guy? I was like, dude. <laughs> That was, that was my, my mom. mom. And I was like, your mom's got a huge sack. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was ridiculous. So then I came back to the gas station. We had a nice a nice laugh about it. It was funny. Christ, though. But yeah. I mean, that's one thing that you just don't expect to see. A giant dick. When you wake up, yeah, you don't want to see that. This show has taken a fucked up turn, by the way. We should probably corral this. <laughs> just call or it Or just let it happen. Just call it a wash for the night. <laughs> But yeah, so real quick, before I forget, lots of stuff to cover, kind of. Let me see. Let me let me pull this up because I always forget. You guys know me. Okay. First of all, we love hearing your feedback, okay? We love hearing from you, whether it's good, bad, otherwise, whatever. So 
if you would please get a hold of us, you can do so at uh, a Twitter uh, at the Ectoplasm Show. You can do it on Facebook, the Ectoplasm Show. Um, even look uh, look for me at Josh Heard nineteen eighty one on Twitter. I'm also on Facebook. We are all over the place. But if you go to joshherd.net slash ectoplasm, you can find all these shows. Plus, every once in a while, we throw up uh, a couple of my movies and videos and things like that that I've made. Right now, I think we're in the process of throwing up a uh, a uh, trailer for the new documentary. Um. So find us on there, and we also have this cool little feature that you can get on there, and you can leave us voice comments, okay? So you can tell us exactly how shitty you think we are, or how amazing you think we are. Or how awesome I made the show today. Or how awesome Mike is. So check that out, okay? Um, And leave us voice comments, because nobody has done that yet. And I want to hear it, and I don't care if it's bad. I don't care at all. We're going to play it. We're going to play them all. Bring it. On the air. I swear to God, we're going to play them all on the air. And then, you know, I mean, we'll be men about it. We'll talk about you behind your back. I mean, it's fine. No, I'm joking. This is what we do. (laughs) Totally joking. (laughs) So, um, I'd love to do this again, my friend. This is what I'm saying. Like, we have to have you back. We have to have you back. I mean, shit, you and I might just do a a spinoff show. We could do that too because I have I have many ideas of what to do, so we can figure this out. We could easily figure this out. I mean, I'm starting to. Uh, I mean, if you get like you know voice calls and you know everything you're asking for, I'm starting to wonder if you're. Um, I can do that easily. You know, if your ghost hunting stuff is, you know, if I am the catalyst of your success, and I'm just is riding, that what it is? Riding your coattails. Shit. <laughs> My coattails aren't big enough to ride yet, my friend. <laughs> no, but your ham hocks are. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, okay. <laughs> anyway, I hope everybody's doing well. Oh, also, you can get a hold of us, um, the Ectoplasm Show at gmail.com. Go ahead and shoot us a uh, an email, which some of you have already done, and I really appreciate this. Uh, I love, love, love reading your guys' like... Uh, feedback and things like that just tell us whatever you want um what you think we need to do maybe to change the show up a little bit maybe say hey mike quit telling so many dick jokes or hey that guy mike he sucks you should never have him back or just be like hey that dude mike he's totally kick-ass maybe you which should have i'm him back. which i'm sorry if i did suck tonight because i i literally didn't find out i was going to be doing this until about you know, 20, that, 20 minutes. You know, that's the way I do it, though. That's the way I like to do it. I like to just. I was completely, not prepared. No, fuck that. Fuck preparation. I like to bombard people. No. That's what I do. Okay. I'll be like, hey, guess what? You're going to be on this film. Yeah. I mean, I would like to have, you know, a few more beers, uh, a few more bowls uh, of <laughs> cereal, and uh, I would have been, oh, been better. I think it went well. I think it was a I good show. It. it was a good show. Cool. I liked it. But anyway, hope to hear from you guys soon. My God, man, how many bottles do you got over there? Listen to them all just <laughs> rattling around. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> they go to meetings. They go to so, meetings. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I hope everybody's doing well. Hope you stay well. Uh, and we will catch you all very, very soon. Good night. See you later.